Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. When was the last time you had really good Texas-style barbecue? Eric's Family Barbecue, the way it's supposed to taste. Always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Eric's Family Barbecue uses only 100% fresh meat, slowly smoked over mesquite wood until it's juicy and delicious. We all know their brisket is the best, but have you tried their pulled pork, pork ribs, or rib tips? Amazing, and their sides are all house-made. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meat, mesquite, repeat. Make the trip, you won't be sorry. Sorry. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. This man needs medical attention. Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Tuesday. My name's John, and I feel okay. There's Brady. There's Brett. Big Dick Toledo's around here somewhere. Can't just be normal uh, allergies or normal sick nowadays. Can't do it. Woke up yesterday morning about 3.30. Splitting headache. Stuffy nose. Dry throat. Out of nowhere. Had minor, like, allergy stuff. Nothing major. And thought to myself, I've got some sort of allergy thing going. i got an attack happening. But what if it isn't? So you're like, oh, God, i got to do this whole thing. Or I got to play pretend like I uh, I care about my coworkers and not drag this into work, not try to kill anybody. And uh, so then you go get the home test is pretty cool. I got one of them home tests. You got those yet? Easier? Oh my god, is it easier? No, it's, I haven't. Nothing to it. It's, it's the nasal swab you do yourself. You place it on the thing. Nothing to it. And how, how long does it take? Yeah. Ten yeah. minutes. Wow. Ten or fifteen minutes. That's it. And then the funny thing in the in the in like the uh, instructions, it says. After I think it says after 15 minutes, take a look at your results. You take your your Q-tip in your nose and swing it around there for like 20 seconds, both directions, and do the other nostril. And then you put this drop stuff on this paper, and then you slide the Q-tip in it and close the little book. It's like a little book. Close it, and it says, uh, look at it after 15 minutes. Do not look at it after 30 minutes. What? Once you look at it, don't close it back up and look another 15 minutes because then you're going to get a different result. Don't do that. So if you don't like the result you got the first time, wait 30 and... Don't do that. (laughs) Right. Maybe (laughs) if it says that you've got it, just go close it up again. Give another 15. This thing will change its mind. So I don't know. I don't know. And maybe it's accurate. Maybe it isn't. 
I don't care. Said I didn't have it. I don't have it. All done. Negative. It's better than sitting in line somewhere. Yeah, or trying to get an appointment. Or It's pretty easy, actually, to get a test, but the home tests are good. They're fine. And if I've got it, I've got it. I don't think I've got it. Boy, that headache, though. And I got a fever going, and I'm like, damn it. And it just you just can't sit and think to yourself that you've got anything normal. I had body aches and all sorts of weird, fluish stuff. And I'm like, I've had you this You start before. thinking about it. Oh, that's all you think about. It's all like, I've got this stupid COVID. And, what kind of, and then I'm just doing the domino dance. What's it going to do? How many days do I have to sit out? Do I have to talk to bosses about my uh, trip to Joe Rogan's show to get all my uh, medical advice from Joe Rogan because he's the one that you talk to about that? When in doubt, you blame him. Always blame Joe Rogan. Man, that guy. And I was reading about his deal. He is just – Aaron Rodgers is an idiot. Like, <laughs> to go back on Pat McAfee now and go, well, I'm allergic to the, uh, to the shot, to the uh, vaccine. A lot of people don't know that I'm allergic to it. Why didn't you just say that to begin with? Where did that come from days later? Because he's upset that people think he's a dick, so he keeps going out saying more dumb things. I'm allergic to it. So that would have been acceptable back yeah. in August when they're like, did you get vaccinated? I'm immunized. Well, okay. All you had to say is, yeah, I have a specific odd allergy towards what's in that, and I've had it before, so my doctors are treating me differently. And that then at the, different. Same, different. at the same right. time, his uh, immunization – Lasted pretty good that he's pa- that I'm immunized. Passed for a while until he got it. Well, right. Nobody's going to say anything. He's like, wait a minute, because then he had to come out and say, no, I'm not vaccinated. So the problem with uh, Aaron Rodgers not being vaccinated isn't that he's not vaccinated. It's that they have protocols in the building of things he can and can't do. Yeah, like he's not supposed to go to events with groups of people if he's not vaccinated. He's not supposed to not have a mask on all the time. He broke all the protocols because he lied to everybody. Oh, I didn't lie. I didn't mislead. Like you did because you know. Deep down that they have the one rule that says if you took the jab, you're allowed in here. If you didn't, you're not. You can be against it all day long, but that's their rule. Rolling and, the dice. But, but I know well, he's lost one, but I'm wondering the endorsements he's going to lose over this. State because Farm said they get, stood behind him. Right. That's the big one. I know one healthcare company's basically already said, hey, right. you're out of here. Because he was promoting <laughs> doctors and yeah. healthcare. And then he has the nerve to say something as stupid as I didn't think that uh, – that it was a good thing, and how come uh, the the companies that put this out there don't have legal liabilities? And I, I listened to uh, to medical my medical team, and it's like, but he won't listen to the real doctors. Then he said, and then I talked to my friend Joe Rogan about it. He he talked me through what to take. I'm like, why would you listen to Joe Rogan and not doctors? Like the doctors on his team said, take the shot. Yeah. At least unless they're liars, too. It's all taunting now. Oh, the NFL is all about taunting, Brett. Yeah, taunting. I noticed. Taunting. I noticed is a, last night. Everything about it is just taunt, taunt, taunt. The worst rule in football is taunting. And it, happened, it made me cheer for the well, Bears. Well, it would add another hour onto the game if, there, if taunting was allowed. It is allowed. They do it all the time. The Lambo yeah. Leap is taunting. Some right. of the most well, precious celebrations in football is taunting. How is a sack dance but not that, taunting? They're all taunting. Everything about it. I know. Tackling so a guy and flexing is taunting. Everything yep. is taunting. The whole point of the game is to taunt. Trash talk is the most taunting you can do. But if you, if you gesture wrong, like last night when Cassius Marsh, first day bear, Ugh. takes steps towards the Steelers' sidelines, just like, I just made the biggest play of the game, boys. How do you, how do you like me now? You cut me. He was right. The Steelers cut him. 
He was there last year. He was there in the preseason. He basically walked over and goes, look, I'm in the other. I just, I might be the reason you lose this game. Bye. Brilliant. Great. That is taunting. Him making the sack was a taunt to the front office, to everything else, that you let a guy go that might now be the reason you lose. Can't walk towards the other team's sideline the second you start doing that, especially after you've done something really good. Uh, Then you've done something terrible. And these (laughs) weak-minded, stupid individuals can't watch that without potentially killing someone. I guess that's what it means. The guy taunting is supposed to keep his cool because if he doesn't, they know that the entire thing's going to go Astro World on the entire field. It's just, <laughs> it's just it's the stupidest rule ever. I hate it. I hate that it impacted last night's game, too, because it was a good play by Cassius Marsh. But winning is winning. Absolutely. Those two teams stunk. That's what I told you. Yeah. I'd love to say it's a great game. Congratulations, great game, yeah, but uh, I'll yeah, just say well, congratulations. Yeah, congratulations. Yeah. It was a terrible game by two teams that just couldn't get out of their own way. That was ugly football. Just bad. And everybody's like, oh, what a finish. I got a bunch of texts. Oh, what a great finish. I'm like, no. That was a garbage football game by two garbage teams. Nothing. Nope. Neither of them going anywhere. No. You Nobody's can't. garbage after this past weekend. After this weekend, you just walk away saying, thank you for the win. I mean, the Cardinals are the only team that actually went out and did their job even without half their team, which was impressive. And then everybody else was just, that was weird. FanDuel's the only winner of the weekend. Oof, There's no man, possible way. <laughs> I mean. Good. Good unless unless there was a bunch of people that decided to take the Jags in 15 points. That would be the only one. But what a weird weekend. Mo Money Pond is probably a winner, too, because I'm sure everybody's <laughs> trying to pay up their debts today. I never thought of that. Mo Money Pond probably does really well oh, on yeah. bad weekends. Oh, like it can ebb and flow. never thought of that. Huh. How interesting is that? Uh, I got this. You got to, uh, This is the type of stuff that I love. When I, you know, This is how uh, comfortable people are with each other as far as like this COVID thing being empathetic and caring i got this i put it over on my phone says uh, dear john so you got it huh i tunes in monday to hear that you were sick and getting tested for covid looks like that vaccine of yours is really effective if you got the vaccine why would you ever need to be tested maybe this will make you stop preaching the scam i've done tons of research and found so many things that someone as smart as you should know big pharma companies are immune from lawsuits or liability when were you learned that Maybe the Aaron Rodgers research that came out in a day. Uh, it says, turns out it's going to do harmful things to everybody. Anyway, I hope you're okay, but I also hope you come to your senses about having gotten the sheep shot. Can't wait till I can tune in again without you being preachy about this and get back to the funny later, Chris. Who's being preachy? Me or him? You are. He took shooting a, your trap That's right. I'm firing it off saying, do whatever you want. I don't care. I got mine. I yeah. think you should, but that's up to you. That's my preaching. Yeah. He took the time to sit in his, face, sit his computer and yell at me. Uh, to get back to not talking about it and uh, quit preaching, everybody. I disagree with you. So it's preaching. Like, you're preaching, jackass. And by the way, again, all your research, you still don't know that you can catch COVID with the vaccine. It just changes how your body reacts. I, when will we ever learn a thing? None of us are going to. It does stink to hear um, people that have the vaccine or, or got the jab got it. It kind of, but. Right. I think overall, you f- you feel better when you get it. At but least you understand why you got yeah. it, right? It isn't to have a bubble of immunity that you'll never be sick. No, again. yeah, you got it. So if you do get it, your body goes, okay, we can work with this. It's probably not going to be as bad. And I've had people come to me and say, "Why? Why would you get it? Because you already had it, right?" Which also means that you can double your effectiveness. Yeah. And after about eight months, you may not have the same 
from having had it. You might right. not have the same thing. You don't have to get the shot. I don't care what you do. Just you stop quit yelling being, at everybody. Quit being preachy, please. You know, I'm taunting. Come on. I'm taunting again. We're doing the taunting. Come on, Marsh. I'm sorry. He's right. I walk towards the sideline. I, w- I walk towards it. Well, I don't even have it, first of all. Second, I tested because I care about these idiots in the room. I don't want to have – actually, I don't – that played a part, but not as big a part as I don't want the hassle <laughs> of having to call and go, I've got COVID. Yeah. And then what? Because everybody's got to go into the protocol. And who knows what happens with my vaccination and my negative tests and how many days I have to – I don't know what the hell it goes might be on. less now. Don't know. Still don't know. Just don't want to find out that it's a pain in the ass. i got to have three negative tests. I, gotta, I don't know. I just, all you think about is this, what a pain in the dick it's going to be to try to tell everybody at work, okay. Because even telling people I was sick, five, six texts, okay. You got it. You're getting tested, right? And if you do come back positive, uh, let us know immediately. And then we'll tra- trace back to the t- first symptoms. And I'm like, I can't tell you when the first symptoms were. I, I know that I woke up feeling like crap. I might have had something before that. You got to tr- trace back to where you were. I'm like, okay, I'll call the Suns because I was there this weekend. <laughs> I'm going to call uh, 17,000 other people. Right, I have to make sure that that trickles around back into the right hands. It's stupid. Everybody sucks. Everybody sucks. And I just giggle at it because it's like, man, we can't just sit back and have. Hey, good job. You got your shot. Okay, you didn't. I don't care. I hope you don't get uh, really sick from this. Yeah. And that's all. Stinks that it's still hanging around. I know. I want it to be gone. I wish you could just be regular sick again. I wish I could just text and go, guys, my body is aching. I can't figure it out. I think I have the flu. I don't want everybody to get the flu. Uh, I'll take a day just in case. That's it. That's all. You want it back to where we could come into work sick. Right. I want to be back where I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) you guys can't die from this. I got the flu, but I'm not missing work. Right. I want it back to where people didn't get mad when you got sick. I want it back to when people were sick and you're like, God, I hope you're okay. What are you doing? Uh, Yeah. I hope the first thing people say is, I hope you're okay. Instead of, Okay. Dummy got it. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah, I'm sick. I'm pretty sick. I don't feel good. Ha, ha. Thought you were vaccinated. I'm not vaccinated from all illness forever. I, <laughs> I can still catch colds and be, you know, uh, susceptible to, uh, like, allergies. That's what I got. When, I mean, before the vaccinations, it was it was well, kind of that deal. Dummy got it. Well, you got it before anybody knew what the hell was going right. on. Right. But once you got oh. it, you're like, oh, you're just... Stupid. Yeah, but that Dummy. was because you were stupid. Now it's different. But everybody expected you to get it first, though. <laughs> that is the, true. The bets were on you. We all had money saying, if anybody's going to get this thing, mm-hmm. it's Brady. He's French kissing all his neighbors all day long and <laughs> out there golfing with people and playing tickle dick. <laughs> nothing better, though. That's my a, favorite. As a gay man, to tell people, I've been tested and it's negative. I, I, I hope to get used to that very, you know, very much. And I did watch a news story that made me laugh hysterically last night. Now, I know this is bad, but I did laugh hysterically. As a woman is on a crusade now to tell everybody that uh, bounce houses are dangerous. She had like a three-year-old kid go in a bounce house and just got trampled by the bigger kids. It's like she just tossed her, she tossed her kid in an inflatable, unstable house with kids she doesn't know that are twice her kid's size. And again, three. What have you been walking? Year and a half? Yeah. You're not super good at it yet. And really kind of changing the whole dynamic of Earth by making it uh, inflated. You're good enough to mix it up, but not with people twice your size. You're good enough to walk around on terra firma. You're 
barely good enough to get into something that's unstable and inflated. I don't, I, I don't trust you much walking on a mattress at age three. Yeah. You're going to, something dumb's going to happen to you. So he gets in and she goes, I just wanted to let everybody know the danger. Like, she's the one who just discovered this. The dangers of bounce houses. Did you hear what you called it? Did you hear the name of it? It's a bounce house. What do you think is going to happen inside there? Your kid's going to get bounced. The lighter and smaller the kid is, the higher and farther they bounce. Fact. Yeah. It's a bounce house. If I went into House of Daggers and complained that I got stabbed, probably on me. Probably just a thought that my kid went into the House of Daggers and look, he's all covered in cuts. Where'd you put him again? House of Daggers. I have to warn the others. Like, nope. House of Daggers. Is going to get your kid cut. Bounce house. Guess what? Your kid's going to bounce. Three-year-olds don't land on their feet. They're not cats. Never once have I thrown a three-year-old, and I've tried this a lot, and had it land on its feet. They always go down. Every time. 100%. Pick up your three-year-old today. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Pick it up and just toss it. Toss it in the air, and it'll land and fall. Toss it onto the couch. It ain't sticking the landing. Mattress. Ain't sticking the landing. Not happening. They are zero for forever in landing stickings at age three. Push it from one cushion to another and say jump and push it in the air a little bit. It's going down. Three-year-olds about as unsteady at landing things as any other age group. That... Probably 80-year-olds. 80-year-olds, your dad would probably really enjoy the fun of a bounce house. But he knows not to do it. And he probably teeters around like a three-year-old. He probably walks as good as a three-year-old. He would be the... the what happens in bounce houses, you got a couple of people. that On the three-year-old level, three yeah. to five, you're going to have um, maybe a quarter of them that don't even get upright the whole time. They're just laying. <laughs> they just are out. And there's the, right. there are the roadblocks. <laughs> there's the ones. trouble brewing. They're getting stepped on. Because yeah. you got the corpses and once... Sure. It's the head knocking. Right. Every, it's guaranteed a bounce house at a party. You're going to have four <laughs> or five uh, cry right. situations. I don't know what happened you to You pull them out. They cry for a little bit because they hit their head. Yeah. Whatever. And then they go back in. This kid's lady uh, broke her tibia. It's a shame. But the article even starts. Well, he was with kids that were much bigger than him. A phoenix. It's a girl. A phoenix. Which again, mm, a phoenix mother is warning other parents about the dangers that come with bounce houses and bounce pads at local events and festivals after her girl was trampled. Okay, how old's your kid? Three. Oh, okay. And you trusted her in a in an unstable ground environment with other kids larger. What did you expect to happen to your three year old in there? Just fun and frivolity. She was bouncing. (laughs) She was two feet from us, and this older girl cut across and happened to run into her and then stepped on her. Yep. Yep. Yeah, that's They're not stable either, by the way. The other kids don't have it together. They're also bouncing. I don't trust two grown-up people, two athletes on a trampoline. Same trampoline, probably a bad idea. Yeah. Did that girl lead with her head? I don't know. But then afterwards, one of the little girls went over and walked towards her and goes, That's what you get, bitch! 
You got to learn to bounce. Taunting. Got her right off 15 yards. Had to get out of the bounce house. I couldn't believe that I put my child in an inflatable area. She was bouncing against her will, really. Jump around. <laughs> yeah. You just, just jump if she around. likes to jump around, have her do it on gravity for a while until she can handle it. It's basic physics, and I failed physics for God's sake, right. but I even know that. Right. Come on. Here. You're about 22 pounds. Get in there. <laughs> I bet you fly. I, yeah, if there's only one bounce house, there's the trouble. Right. You get, you're going to have to rotate shifts yeah. because usually they separate and go, here are the three-year-old's and bounce they house. they can still... They'll still wreck it. Yeah. Because there's always going to be one kid who's a little bit more athletic, and there's always one kid that's a bit of a dough ball. And the dough ball's going down, and the athletic kid's going to fall eventually, probably on your dough ball, like you said, the corpses that are laying there. Warning of the dangers of the bounce house. I'm 50 years old. If you said my house had a room that bounced in it, I'd be super precautious in there. <laughs> like, this room does what now? Oh, you'll bounce around. You don't walk in here. Some, some other person's going to come in here and jump on it, and you'll go flying uh, when you least expect it, like, oh, I'm not getting in that room. That's dumb. You have to bounce in it, though. I have to warn everybody about this. Thank you very much, uh, Don Quixote of Bounce Houses. I think we've got it figured out. She's right. going to recover, and then uh, they'll go to the trampoline park next <laughs> right. next party. <laughs> I put my child in the COVID tent, and it came out ill. Uh, I will warn the others. She has a broken leg, you son of a bitch. Oh, it looks, sounds like bad parenting. I hate you. <laughs> well, how did she get that broken leg? Was it falling down, uh, rescuing a cat or something? No, I stuck her in a bounce house with strangers. Oh, my God. We should warn the others about you and how stupid you are. It should be safer. The inflatable room? Yeah, you're right. How much safer do you want that to be? What, what do you want for... I mean, what is her answer? Like, what's safety in a bounce house? More air? Less bouncing? Yeah. What is, what's safer in a bounce house? What, what, are, well, the, what precautions only, can we take? It's a giant pillow. Is you have to have people equally yoked in there, but they're still going to be injured. One at a time. Yeah. That's the only way it gets safer. And guess what? And a kid's knee, kid's yeah. knee's still going to buckle in yeah. there. A three-year-old can't bounce as good by itself. So you have to wait. All right, the 45-pounders are all allowed in. You get that kid in there. It's just a bunch of 40. Then it's going to suck. You want the big kid to bounce. Wasn't Kirby mad? Like, didn't she get in trouble for trouncing people in a bounce house once? Yeah. Yeah. We pulled her. <laughs> you pull her. You pull her from the game. It's like, what are you doing in there? And she's like, it's fun. You make the little ones bounce higher. I was a little one. I was one of the kids that I, I didn't grow until my freshman year of college. I was small. So I used to like it. I'm like, oh, sweet. The big dudes are in this. Like, they're on the trampoline. I'm, I was the cheerleader that you'd throw highest. I was that one. So if the guys had something to do as far as like physically like watch this, I was the I was the test dummy and I was happy to do it. I didn't get thrown. It was great. I remember a, a field trip with Kirby at that uh, Verducci Farms, which is on like Power Road, but they have the mound. It's a uh, filled with air, mm -hmm. so it's a little mountain, but it's a bounce mountain. So you get up on the top of it. I mean, it's like. Ooh. And you tumble off the side. That sounds awesome. Oh, it's onto, still going. Onto earth? Pretty much. There's a little bank like a barrier that you can, of air. Yeah, and then you right. try to get back up on the mountain. This giant inflatable pillow is too dangerous for my child. I need it to be safer. Okay. How about don't put it in there? Then the ones that get the cheap bounce houses where they, the one kid ends up flying <laughs> and you have that safety net. Oh, safety yeah. net doesn't hold. Safety net breaks. 
I like when they're Velcroed. I watched I watched at a friend's uh, kid's party once. We were there, and the the guy putting it together Velcros the safety window on, and I'm like, well, that's no good. It's Velcroed from the outside. Save money on running, though. I bought it. <laughs> right. We're going like, to have these probably three or four times. It pays for itself. Hey, the Velcro holds, by the by. <laughs> Any kid that goes sideways through one of these, he's not getting all the way through. Probably break his neck. Yeah, the only thing you can do safer than a bounce house is not put your kid in it. I mean, that is the safest environment you can be in. It is a giant inflatable happy pillow where all the walls are inflated, the top's inflated, and the ground's inflated. The only thing I've ever seen a bounce house do that's dangerous. Remember that one that took off? Yeah, that's the what wind I'm saying. Got oh, oh, man. Yeah. Awesome. You set and again, up, make sure it's windy. And again, if there's tons of wind and I get lifted off the ground... The one place I want to be is inside a bounce house. Yeah. That's going to be a safe landing for me. I might hit another person, but for the most part, flying bounce house, the safest way to fly. I wish airplanes were made out of bounce houses. I wouldn't be afraid of crashes at all. You know, those kids are loving that when those bounce houses fly off in the wind. Yeah, <laughs> they're having the time of Absolutely. their lives until they realize their parents are scared. Because that's when kids, kids come out of their smile like, that was awesome! And then their parents are like, oh my God, you almost died. I it's, did? It's crossing <laughs> the road. It's crossing the road. Yeah. It's going on the freeway. Ah! And then if I was driving down the freeway with my Jeep, because I got that square face, and a bounce house went boink off the front of my car. I'd be like, I think I just hit a bounce house. <laughs> well, nothing bad can happen there. No damage to my car. And then that man in the Jeep hit the bounce house. We have to make cars inflatable, too. Hey, lady. Bounce houses are the safest place in the world. If there was an earthquake and you had a bounce house in your backyard, what would you yell to your family? Quick to the bounce Get house. Get in the bounce house. <laughs> Get in the bounce house. We're actually going to lay down. It might be fun during an earthquake. Everyone, as fast as you can to the bounce house. Hilarious. She's on the news. The news took that serious. Oh, I got an injury in a bounce house? What the? I don't think hospitals report those. That's why they keep them going. Bounce house injuries? Yeah. Yeah. Because you don't have to do it. It's volunteer, and you know what's going on in there, and it's the dumbest thing in the world. The only place that they should report are like McDonald's ball pits, because I Uh, think more kids have caught AIDS in that than than San Francisco in the 80s had a problem. There was nothing compared to the, ugh. And I think those are done, right? They don't do those. I I haven't seen any. COVID COVID might have closed all of them. But I stay away from those kind of places regardless. Yeah, I'm not going anywhere (laughs) near a place where kids are playing freely. But, yeah, it's just, it's like those sumo suits. If you had one of those on and complained that you broke an arm, you're weak. You're one of the, you're Darwin's enemy. There's some funny uh, videos every once in a while when people put those circular balls inflated. Yeah. Awesome. And just decking other people. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The place I want to be when trouble's afoot is inside something inflated. I want to be bubble-wrapped in an inflatable thing. They're so dangerous. You're an idiot. <laughs> I'm calling Brandon Lee before he quits. Why? And that's proof. Before. <laughs> before that, 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 When's his last day? Ah, it's coming up. It's proof, though, that that lady. <laughs> I guarantee you two things about this. Uh there's a good chance that was an in vitro child. There's no man involved in this at all. Because any any time <laughs> you're driving home from the hospital with your kid in a cast, and your wife's going on and on, we're calling the news and we're going to put a stop to these bounces. The, uh, a man would have said, "Honey, it's time for you to shut the f- up because that's just part of being a kid." And it was a bounce house. We got to do something about our child. 
We got the cast. She's fine. I'm calling Channel 3. No man put a stop to this, which tells me her left ring finger is empty. <laughs> She's got no mail. Is there, and that's a woman's job is to be coddling and caring and loving. And a man's job is to not be. And turn to her and go, you're being way too this. She's fine. We don't need to uh, change all the bounce house rules forever and ever. That's a single mom doing too much momming. But that's when you call Brandon Lee and he's like, I don't know anything about having kids. I'm gay. Is this a bad? All right. You got to get her in tumbling class right after. Get right. her right back on that horse. That's right. We have to do something about the ground, by the way, Brady. I don't know if you knew about that, but it's really hard. And kids fall down on it all the time, and it usually causes great injury. So if we could just inflate the earth into something where your precious angels don't fall down. I mean, the ground. Brett, you've, you've seen the ground, right? Yeah, a few times. It wins Miserable. most of the time. <laughs> Brett's had the ground a couple of times. And never once did Brett call Channel 3. We have to do something about this earth of ours. Hello, Brandon Lee. When you fall on it, it tends to bust you. <laughs> a Phoenix disc jockey is complaining about the earth's hardness. Brett Vesley fell down after boosties from a drunk friend at the... Co- All right. He said, what? He did weird. <laughs> Man broke his arm on the earth. He wants it safer. What? <laughs> Tonight at 10. Yeah, I laughed for about 10 minutes through the cold. Like, you got to be kidding me. This lady made the news. She got him to do the story. The kid didn't even die or anything. And I don't know if you guys followed all the stuff at Astroworld. Party Dillo, if you're looking for a good Yeah, he's great. House. Jimmy will get you taken care of. Uh, if you if you followed anything that went on at Astro World, terrible, little bit, yeah. terrible situation. But three things that came out of it now, and I don't know why we always. I, I, Travis Scott is Travis Scott. He's kind of an idol of mine for nothing musical, but well, I would hope not. But yeah, oh yeah, great kill. But uh, evidently, concert authorities went to Travis Scott before all the tragedy happened and said, "This crowd is fired up." We're a little worried about how crazy they are. The energy is unbelievable. Tell any musician who's worked his life to stand on a stage in front of a bunch of people that the crowd's got, they're, they're so worked up in a lather for you, it's insane. They're not going to hear, well, we should probably think of the dangers of that. They're thinking, this is awesome. Their energy level goes up. If We're you taking ever went, it to the next level. Yeah, you went back to Slipknot show uh, last Monday and told Slipknot, this crowd is crazy. For you guys, that's that is a check mark on the uh, we've done our jobs. You're supposed to have a. The thing that scared me most about the Astro World deal was that I don't know if it's been confirmed. It's the guy jabbing folks with needles. I know. I uh, yeah, that story's been going. Oh, I heard about that Nothing. one. Yeah, that evidently eight or nine people were injected. Oh my god! Yeah, and they said there's uh, now they're looking in to see if there was some. Um, Fake drugs around yeah. that, that laced uh, with fentanyl. No mm. clue. Someone yeah. was pushing out there. Fentanyl's everywhere. If it, real yeah. drugs and fake drugs, I wouldn't take anything because fentanyl's in it. But yeah, that scared me to death. Like as a crowd thing, is somebody jabbing people with needles because they're so close together? That's horrifying. That anybody would even think that, let alone, you know, go out of his way to get multiple people. So they were talking about that one, and then of course you got. The, the trampling and the pushing, which I've never gotten. I don't like crowds. I thought anymore. you were also going to say when when you tell a musician that a lot of times the artist, and um, it's mostly in the rock side of it, sure. that they've gone the other way. I mean, that, that documentary on, um, on the Woodstock revival. Oh, I watched it this last Because uh, they this talked weekend. to a yeah. couple of bands, which was uh, Limp Bizkit, and, and what do they say? They go out there and they get said, fired up again. It. What did the Chili Peppers play after they said, hey, guys, make them stop the fires? They, yeah. they break into their... 
uh, doors cover. Yeah. Of uh, Hendrix. Stand, or Hendrix, yeah. I'm sorry. Hendrix. Yeah. Next to your fire. Yeah. yeah. It's like you tell a band the crowd's gone nuts and they're like, okay. And you're the, you know, the promoter. They don't listen to the promoter ever. They don't like taking pictures with the promoter. They just. But I have to. been to a show where the band, you know, sure. finally it's like, all right. You know, especially if there's a pit going if on. If they see people be, getting hurt. Yeah. Like they'll stupid. say, help that guy up. Oh, we've seen Dave Grohl do it on stage. I've seen Absolutely. many videos of him. He'll stop the show and right. wait till somebody helps that person. Help that guy up. Yeah. And the reason you see that is because it's rare. Yeah. That Dave Grohl gets like, he knows to play the camera to go, if I stop this, if I stop my music to keep the crowd safe, I'm going to look like a god. Well, and he probably is. He's a decent person. He's probably doing it because he cares. But still, most bands are like, well, all right. What you got, you mother effers in the front? An authority. Yeah, yeah. screw authority. Yeah. Anybody tells you can't do it, do it twice. That's why a lot of the stuff that they're saying on Travis Scott, what he's saying, it, it looks so bad when you look back. But that's the normal uh, kind of mantra in, in concerts. Yeah. Like getting fired up. Are you fired yeah. up? Hindsight. Chanting. Makes everything look terrible. Yeah. He didn't know. He's not for that. Nobody's for that. That's a terrible situation, but. The first time it came out, when it started, they showed a picture of him, and they're like, look at how he's looking out and seeing all these people passed out. His face reaction. He's probably feeling pretty good about it. Like, I'm knocking these people out. Like, they can't keep, they can't stay conscious. If you go back and look at the Beatles, part of the fun of watching their shows is women just passing out. I don't understand that at all. I still don't get that, why people just pass out staring at something. That was kind of a, a... I, I haven't seen it, I don't think, since the Beatles. Since a Benny Hinn. <laughs> right. It was either Sherman. It was either the religious weirdos or the Beatles. <laughs> Those videos are legendary. So if Travis Scott's out there going, oh my God, they're past, I'm the Beatles. They can't stay conscious. He's thinking it's him. He didn't do anything wrong. And he's going to get sued and all that. He's, he didn't do a thing wrong. Him and Drake already got sued. I, oh, oh, yeah, well, they're and, money. And it's there. just the beginning. Yeah, oh, everybody got injured, yep. by the way. They're, of the. Of the 300 injured people, there's going to be 50,000 that said oh, yeah. they were. He's already stepping up. At least Travis Scott has said he'll yeah. pay funeral yeah. expenses. He's going to be for paying the, uh, for a lot. More, more than what he volunteers for, that's for sure. He's going to pay for everything. Yeah, it's tough, but that's a rough one. And it, it may change the way concerts are as far as packing us in there, but that injection thing has me a lot more worried about the, the trample stuff. I can't even get a ballpoint pen into our shows, let alone how's this dude getting needles in? Buttholes. That's all I can figure. That's my answer to everything nowadays. Yeah. I'm sure it is. <laughs> uh, let's get a wake-up song and start Tuesday off a little better than yesterday, shall we? 585-9800. A good one. We'll scream it together. It's 98 KUPD. Wake up! Station identification. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet Mesquite. Repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.